Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Welcome to season two of Saved, a podcast where we capture conversations over coffee. I am Corey. And I'm Amia. Ladies and gentlemen, we finally got him. <laughs> <laughs> We've been uh, Tyler. Oh, we have Tyler Parr with us. We finally have him. Hello. And uh, Tyler, I don't know if you know, but uh, for the past few episodes, we've been saying next week, Tyler Parr is going to be up. It's been so many. So uh, um, we have you now. I'm here. We don't have to lie anymore. Well, next week, we're going to have Tyler Parr. Yeah, next so. week, we'll have Tyler <laughs> again. Yeah, he's going to be back every week. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> um, Tyler. Yeah. It's uh, always a pleasure to hang out with you, dude. <laughs> Thanks, brother. <laughs> Likewise. Um, yeah, so, Amia, do you have a, a question to start I with? do. I have a very important question, which is, what is your go-to Wendy's order? Man, so, for, for those who don't know, I, I worked at Wendy's for, like, four years, off and on. And I uh, never really got to have a favorite, but... Um, one thing that I always ordered when I was working there at the time was the barbecue bourbon uh, burger. Huh. Um, the barbecue is an acquired taste. Not a lot of people like it, mm. but <laughs> I also dipped it in my nuggets and uh, my fries. It was nice. just a great time. Nice. Huh. I didn't even know that was a menu item. It pr- probably isn't anymore. It changes so many times. <laughs> Rip. Honestly, okay, I used to love Wendy's, and then they changed their barbecue sauce, and I was like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And then they changed their fries. This was like centuries ago, and yeah. I was like, what's happening? And then they changed their nuggets, and now I can no longer go there because they have changed everything that I enjoyed. Mm. So if corporate's listening to this, just putting that out there yeah. for consideration. Tyler, the reason I ask you this question is because I really do not know that much about you, except that you are a very nice person and you used to work at Wendy's and you would tell everyone about Jesus at Wendy's. Yeah. So I had to ask you because that's like one of the two things I know about you. Yeah. I um, really loved working there, man. There's a lot of outreach opportunities there. We kind of called it the Wendy's ministry. <laughs> it was that's uh, funny. me, Gabby, um, Max, Sarah Jones, um, a few others. There's a lot of, of us working there. And so someone is currently like being outreached to and uh, coming back uh, from that. And That's cool. like my home church has been like praying for them, that group of people. Mm-hmm. And it's been really cool to see um, mm-hmm. how much they've like been interested in coming and going. Mm. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, Ty, I know quite a bit about you, but not everyone does. Um, I think uh, a lot more people know about you now because uh, people may know you as the guy that um, people, like during CT, you'll always chime in randomly like and be the loudest <laughs> um, through our 5 p.m. CT. What kind of chiming in are you saying? Like... Uh, uh, last week you did something it, uh, like Adam was teaching and uh, Adam was asking questions to the audience and then uh, like Tyler just like I think it was you it was just really loud big oh that that's marriage like no one no one was answering but Tyler was very that's awesome loud. that's awesome we need that energy yeah. that's great yeah Tyler cracks up uh, all 5 p.m. CT Aww. but um so where are you from, Tyler? Where'd you, where were you born and raised? I was born in Akron, and I was raised on the east side of the United States, pretty the much. east side of the United yeah. States? I, I uh, pretty much moved a lot as a kid, mm. so like my uh, raising was between Ohio and Florida growing up. And you... Uh, did you live at Texas at a point? I did. I lived at Texas for three months, hmm. and then hmm. we left. <laughs> what was the longest place that you stayed somewhere? Um, or longest time? So, I, honestly, where I'm living now, mm. um, I, at uh, the White Hall, 
Yeah. <laughs> I uh, never really lived at a single place for longer than two or three years. Mm-hmm. It's always been movement, movement in my life. Mm-hmm. So. And how old are you now? I am 25. 25. So uh, what was uh, your uh, parents' situation like? Um, my mom and my dad split up uh, as they were uh, high school sweethearts. Mm-hmm. Um, they split mm-hmm. up when I was three years old. Um, so I never, ne- never really had... Um, they never were together when I was consciously really there. Yeah. So, for all I know, um, they've the experience that I've seen, they've been split up basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, for a long time, um, they would bounce back and forth. Um, me going to Florida really hindered uh, my dad's relationship with my mom. Mm. Uh, I think I think he was bitter at my mom because of that and so um i would still come visit like during the summers when i did go go to florida yeah but i only really really saw him like two or three times during the summers um so i didn't really have a lot of time uh, like bonding through that either mm-hmm. um my mom really has high praise or um never talks down about um, my dad, he's all, she's always saying he was a good man. Mm-hmm. So does like everybody else in my mom's side mm-hmm. of the family. Mm-hmm. He, he was a good man. He has a good heart. But uh, his current living situation was very, uh, and is uh, very um, outlawed, I guess. He's in and out of jail. Um, doesn't really pay, sh- never paid sh- uh, child support, excuse me. Mm. And... Um, it was just like never really had any co-parenting um, opportunities yeah. uh, that I was uh, seeing or anything. Yeah. So, and uh, you have uh, sisters, correct? I have four. Nice. Four. Yeah, I have three half sisters and one full. So, just to clarify, your dad lived in Florida, but then you were moving around with your mom? No, my dad lived oh. in Ohio. I'm oh, sorry. other way around. Yeah. Okay. okay and okay. My, my mom was the one who wanted to find, like, better places to live. And Sorry. Go ahead. She, so, your mom sought after opportunities. Yes, sir. And um, it was, like, very frequent. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, like, two years um, of just... She she would get anxious about money, mm. and my the area, mm. and she would be like, "Oh, this would be a better place to live," mm. and then we'd move, pretty much offhand mm-hmm. off that. So, how did that affect your relationship with your mom? Um, so that's a good question. I think it. Um, I never was mad at my mom. I never um, got like bitter or um, mm-hmm. or anything against her. Um, I think it naturally um, became distant when I started to become in my teenage years. Yeah. Um, where I really like didn't know how to deal with depression and. Uh, that's when I started to become distant to my mom, mm. and she noticed mm-hmm. that, and uh, she would make side comments of why, where, where, where'd you go? Like yeah. we're not, mm. we're not as close as we used to, you know. Mm. Yeah. And um, that happened around when I was like thirteen or fourteen, was when that happened. Yeah. And what was your relationship like with your dad growing up? It's like seeing a regular customer hmm. if you're a worker you hmm. see a regular yeah. and you always have good interactions but it's never really deep hmm. so biologically he's your dad but like relationally he's just he's that guy yeah. that i know yeah hmm. did you uh have a father figure growing up uh yeah my uncle my uncle chris hmm. uh he, 
is my um, mom's side. Hmm. Um, Shelly is my mom's sister. And um, it was like the first like married uh, couple hmm. that I've really seen and understood what marriage life is. And mm-hmm. I based their relationship as... You know, I think that's probably the healthiest that I've like grown up and seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody else is single mm. in my in my like family, um, or at least not married. Mm. So when you were, you said you were like twelve or thirteen when you started to get depressed. Was there something that like triggered that, or was this just like coming into being a teenager who has consciousness kind of thing? Um. I think it started when I moved to Ohio um, before mm. I went to Word. Um, I um, in my freshman year, I um, got into sports and football, and um, it was fun. I uh, it was a fun time, and um, like grew close to people in Streetsboro. And um, I really liked like being having that brother or that unity with a group of people. Mm-hmm. I was also in band too, so I was like very active in different groups mm-hmm. of social, um, like yeah, social groups. And um, throughout my like life, I've also always been secluded and isolated, um, even. Even if I made friends, it was like two or three friends, never like a big group yeah. of people. Um, so it was just like I gained this brotherhood um, with my football team and like this community of band members, mm. and it was like a, it was fun. I it was like my first time feeling um, like some type of community. Yeah, and. Um, my freshman year um, was a blast, and then my sophomore year, um, my mom uh, got pregnant uh, with my current sister, London, mm-hmm. and um, they wanted to get a house in Kent um, on Brady Lake, mm. so we moved to Kent, mm. uh, from Shrewsbury to Kent, mm-hmm. and then... I was excited to go to football there. Yeah. And um, during the summer, um, during like the workouts, I had a benign uh, fatty tumor on my back. Mm. So there was like a small scare of that being cancerous. Uh, The reason why it was bad was because when I would sit back, I would have uh, like nerve pain. Mm -hmm. And um, so I got it removed. And... This is when my depression got a little bit deeper because that whole summer I wasn't able to go practice or be around people. Yeah. Mm. I s- played video games and got really good at Smite yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and I uh, just kind of, it just was like a snowball going yeah. down. I started to have um, social anxiety out of nowhere. Never had that before. Um, things just didn't make sense to me mm-hmm. and I was just like sad and just kind of stuck to myself mm. um I stayed in football f- for like that season and then in like during like the end of the season we moved I moved back to Streetsboro hmm. and that didn't really like turn out um so I uh went back to like everything was falling apart um, in the band at the moment and uh, very disunified. I don't know, didn't know anybody. Well, when you moved back to Streetsboro, were you still going to Kent? No, I schools? I went to, I went to Streetsboro schools. Okay, so when you're coming in freshman year, you started off in Kent or uh, Streetsboro. You started, started off in Streetsboro, Streetsboro, then moved back to Streets. Well, moved to Kent, then yeah. moved back to Streetsboro. Yep. And was that all freshman year? Um, that was my sophomore year. Okay. Uh, Streetsboro was a full term. So uh, I'm seeing that, like, uh, it definitely makes sense of 
the social anxiety yeah and because of um and not having that many friends as you're saying yeah because like it would be hard to build friendships that you might think oh i might lose them yeah Yeah. because uh i might not stay here long um so it's like you know you're naturally uh, instinctively protecting yourself from like getting hurt yeah um which makes sense like I don't want to build relationships if I'm just going to have to leave them, which is hard. That's definitely hard, especially right when you're hitting teenage years. It's like that's when all that angst comes in and no wonder, you know, depression started to kick in and all the social anxiety. That's when all these emotions get unleashed. Mm -hmm. Um, And so um, you sophomore year, you moved back to Kent. Is that correct? Yep. And um, that's when. It was like 2015. That's when I uh, was sitting at a table um, pretty much alone um, one day. and um, During lunch? During lunch, yeah. And uh, this guy... Um, you can say it. Evan was, uh, just came out of nowhere and invited me to a, uh, a Bible study uh, called Word. And Wait, while you're at Streetsboro? No, this is in Kent. I'm yeah, moved, back to Kent. He moved back to Kent. Yeah. For the second time. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, you're good. And, um, yeah, I went to a Bible study. Um, or I think we, I was invited to the Halloween party first. I don't remember. But um, me and uh, Zane have this uh, interaction every time we see each other. When we first meet, uh, we got into an accident. Oh, and, really? Yeah, that was like the pinnacle like moment of that. And um, that was before going to it. And then I went to um, the Halloween party. Don't really remember much, but it was just like very fun. It just seemed like everybody was having a good time. Mm. And it just like attracted me a little bit. Don't really remember much of my feelings or my thoughts back then but i i came back again mm-hmm. a few more times hmm. and then um what attracted you what was attractive about the group to you um i think people were like asking me questions hmm. you know um people were investing in me mm-hmm. and i think the um how people approached uh, wasn't like scary or didn't seem like they were trying to get anything out of me. Yeah. It was just like, I want to get to know yeah. you. Yeah. So as someone who's developed this social anxiety, like was that, obviously you enjoyed that they asked you questions, but was it like hard to get yourself to go there? I think so. Uh, a lot of my times uh, going back to Word and... um going to a Bible study, even today, it, mm-hmm. it gets really hard to want to um, step forward to do things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for those that don't know, Word is our, was the high school Bible study yeah. based in Stowe. Um, but we collected people from uh, all the neighboring All the cities. nations. All the nations. <laughs> yeah. Judea, Samaria. My Judea. nation, your nation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the so you're saying it was, um, it was difficult to go and still is, yeah. which I feel too, especially after COVID, you know, you develop this comfortability and develop like, uh, yeah, we're just content with being isolated yeah. and learn how yeah. to get comfortable and be cool with that. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, now everything's back to normal. It's like, but I liked being alone. Yeah. And so it's, uh, you know, I found myself and I was just discovering this beginning of the year. Like, wow, I'm just so addicted to my comfort, and I've never been that way. Um, I would always find reasons to go hang out with people, and now I'm the exact opposite. So, like, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, for me, it was uh, because of COVID, and it seems like for you growing up, it was, uh, you know, always jumping around and, like, uh, forcefully basically being isolated. It's not like you can just go live on your own. Yeah. Like, you know, you're with your mom. And so that makes sense how that ended up like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were you're coming around uh, to the Bible studies and the hangouts. Mm-hmm. 
Um, have you ever been to a church before? Like, do you have a church background? I've been to a couple. Um, went to a Baptist church, uh, from what I remember, when I was in Florida. Um, had this uh, friend named Zuri, mm. and uh, his family brought me to a Baptist church. And I went there a few times, and I actually wanted to get baptized really? at that point. Hmm. Uh, and then Zuri's mom was like, why do you want to get baptized? <laughs> and it was like a challenging question. It was really good. It was like, yeah. why do you want to? And you shouldn't do it if you're not, if you don't know. Hmm. And so I like chewed on that question hmm. and I just never made the decision then to um, do it because mm-hmm. I did know I yeah. didn't understand what that question meant hmm. that's but, really interesting yeah um, and then I kept going back and forth um, like my f- friends would have be at church and then I'd go there for the activities mm. um, growing up uh, a few like Easter egg hunts it's just community events usually. Yeah. Um, so, what was your? Uh, would you? Who would you say Jesus was um, before you started coming around to the high school Bible study? Or more generally, what was Christianity to you? Um, Christianity to me was basically a religion, mm. um, just like everything else. Uh, kind of like didn't understand um, the aspects or the importance of religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I looked at it as uh, get your stuff together mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, you go there to get your stuff together or uh, to you go there when you get your stuff together. It's mm. like yeah. that, not a relation, like a relationship thing. Yeah. It was just more of a, People was were born Christian. Yeah, they're automatically Christians. Hmm. You know, or born uh, Catholic. Yeah, automatically Catholic. It was like the same idea with mm-hmm. the other uh, like religions. So then you were inward, and you went. So did you keep going, and then did you receive Christ there? Or did that come along at a different point? Okay, it came along at a different point. I, in 2015, 20, late 2015, early 2006. Early 2016. 2016, yeah. <laughs> I moved to Florida. Sorry, that might have been in 2015. 2015, I moved to Florida in August. And, um, hmm. that, Which I remember that yeah. so vividly. Yeah. And I, um, was like, I'm going to go there. I'm going to plant a church. <laughs> um, the Hemp Hills offered a place for me to stay. And I was like, no, this is, this seems more natural for me. So I'm going to go. Hmm. So wait, so you hadn't even received Christ yet, but you were like, I'm going to go plant a church in Florida. Go ahead. You go ahead. So I <laughs> did say the words, um, with, there was a hype. I was hyped up. Yeah. Uh, Evan Stranathan and Ryan was um, there with me yeah. after a CT. And uh, they prompted me to accept Christ. Yeah. And I was on the hype train. And yeah. And I said it. Yeah. And never, I, that's like one thing that, was, that will probably won't be answered until I get to heaven hmm. is if I was, I accepted Christ then. Yeah. Or uh, later, because um, I um, accepted uh, Christ again, and hmm. then I made the steps to, I'd made the second step. Yeah. So 2015, I accepted Christ um, before I went to Florida, and then um, I was like, I'm going to play in church, whatever, do mm-hmm. all this extravagant stuff. Of course, yeah. There's going to be... A church there I'm going to go to. Mm. So I went to Florida, and none of that happened. Nice. I uh, <laughs> want, wanted to go back to school. Uh, they actually declined me going back to school my junior year because they didn't hmm. want a high dropout rate. 
So I didn't end up going. Wait, that's so stupid. Yeah. It was it was very demoralizing. So I uh basically dropped out for the rest of the like my term. That's uh, so stupid. I'm sorry, I can't get over that because it, they're like, "We'll just force you to drop out so yeah. that we don't look bad for it." Yeah. That's crazy. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So, I didn't go to school. I applied to jobs locally, didn't really know what that looked like and didn't have it. I had a girlfriend there. Um, that was probably the only significant thing that I had down there was, was that relationship. Well, mm-hmm. It was really significant, but it was something that kept me busy. Yeah. And um, other than that, I would be, was playing video games uh, for that whole year. And then the, the year of uh, 2016, I moved back to uh, Ohio. And then that's when... Uh, I got in contact with everybody in the church and said I was back. Mm-hmm. And I got, I haven't graduated high school yet. Uh, my year, it was like 2016, my graduating year is 2016. Mm-hmm. So didn't really graduate yet. And I was lifted up into IP um, at that moment. Which and is our college group. Our college to group. To clarify. Yeah. 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 And I got introduced to all the ham peeps. Nice. And uh, started uh, like finally going to like cell groups. This is my first time being a part of a cell group, uh, which is the like a smaller um, men's uh, Bible study for those who don't know. And also went to uh, home church, which is another subgroup of the cell. Mm. And I was pretty active uh, for a little bit. And then I broke my ankle. <laughs> Mm. And then uh, I knock out. <laughs> yeah, play knockout. Interesting. And then I uh, pretty much, it was really hard to get out, and about I pretty much milked that injury, and then I naturally got isolated again, mm-hmm. and uh, I started talking to a girl, um, and then I started to follow her, and for that four year, I actually lived with her. It wasn't like, like even a year, I think it was like eight months and lived with her and her family and we broke up and that's when I pretty much got really depressed. Um, that's when I started using substances. Um, I got introduced to uh, smoking weed with the girl, but um, when I came back into my house, I got into... Um, more harder things like um, wax or, um, yeah, I forgot the other terms, but the, uh, it just wasn't enough. I wanted to go Mm -hmm. back to it. And uh, one day I went uh, to do some acid and um, pretty much had a, uh, an experience that will always change my life. Will, will have changed my life and gives me questions even to this day. It's just, mm-hmm. it was, it's called like a ego death or what I like researched. I'm not really 100% sure. Don't, mm-hmm. um, but it was just very confusing. Like, um, I've heard that uh, you were very sensitive to sp- the spiritual realm during that time. Like on uh, acid? On acid, yeah. Yeah. So I probably was getting um, all that, and I was just very confused. And then um, I would come home. That was the first time I ever done done that, and I haven't done it since mm-hmm. because of how like messed up my reality like was. Mm-hmm. It was everything changed, and I started drinking a lot more uh, at home. And um, at one point, I uh, it got so bad that I was like, I literally was standing in my basement in my mom's house, and I was just like angry and confused on how why is the world so um, messed up? And I started like bawling, and I was mm. just like, I was so confused and hurt and just. All these things, and just walk, just praying um, to God at the point moment. I was just like, "What is going on? Mm-hmm. I'm 
so confused. Everything doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And then about a week or two later, I uh, messaged Corey about um, how do I pray? Hmm. I bet he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, as a Christian, that's like the best text yeah. to get. Yeah. It's like Philip and the unit. I know. I was literally just thinking that too. That's amazing. But yeah, it hit me like a fucking truck. I'm like, what is going <laughs> yeah. on? Like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, literally, it was like 2018 at this moment. And um, like October, whatever, it was later in 2018. And then um, visited... Um, Nova at the time. Yeah. He just got into Nova. Yeah. And um, started like getting to know that new cell group at the moment. And uh, in 2019, I got invited to go to the IP retreat. And then. Yeah, just for clarification. No, you're good. Um, I remember getting um, a text in. I remember you texted me at the end of 2018. Yeah. Because it was cold out. I remember that. Yeah. And I'm, that's when you texted me about all that stuff. And you're talking about the ego death. You're talking about uh, on acid. And it was just a spiritual experience. Yeah. Remember we met up and like got a beer or hung out and something. Yeah, I remember. And uh, we were talking about that. And then I remember you actually having like you, you wanted to pursue. Like you knew something had to change. Yeah. And... That was, yeah, so that was like towards like November, December of 2018, 2019. That's when um, I started to challenge you on like, okay, start making these steps. So yeah, go on. I just wanted to. No, no, you're, you're right. Um, so 2019, uh, I, start, I started getting back into my Wendy's job. Uh, actually, one of the like managers uh, texted me. Asking me if I wanted to work again. Nice. And um, before this, actually, I forgot to mention my mom was going through a very deep depression. Uh, and she was would talk about um, some things that was really hard to hear. Um, and it really wrecked me, too, it, seeing her go through that. And I, I think that's when I got really mad. I think that's what really... Uh, got me questioning because I was just feeling for my mom and mm-hmm. she, she would say things that would really hurt. She, she wouldn't know this. I never really opened up to her on that. But Well, I mean, yeah, because uh, you, at that point in your life, like, you know, you just lost your girlfriend. Yeah. Um, you kind of, you isolated yourself like more than any time you ever have. Yeah. Um, basically locked yourself in your basement yeah. and stuck in your head. And then the only person that you had was your mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that relationship started taking a hit. Yeah. Now it's like, okay, what yeah. is going on? Yeah. And so, yeah, I remember you were talking about that. Yeah. So I didn't have a job. I was just sitting in my room. I was just bumming off my mom and uh, her boyfriend at the time. And it was just me um, trying to figure, uh, I, sorry, I started getting a job because that's when uh, Corey challenged me uh, to go back. And it was crazy because right when he said something, uh, I got that text from my boss and it was wild. Mm, and cool. uh, I started taking steps towards working. And that's when, during that time, I got invited to IP. Uh, the IP retreat, um, and uh, a lot of stuff happened there. Uh, I don't remember much of the teachings, but I do remember uh, me and Corey talking inside the coffee room and mm-hmm. um, talking about um, like taking that step to accept Christ. And I remember him saying, there's... Uh, uh, things that are happening around us that we don't see and uh, just the spiritual realm just talking about how uh, 
we were being uh, always attacked by that. And mm -hmm. uh, then I don't remember much more of that conversation, but we um, talked about getting um, me taking that step to accept Christ. And uh, then uh, we went to go do it upstairs inside a room with a creepy ass goose or whatever <laughs> the one that has all the stuffed birds yes. in it yeah yeah, yeah yeah and we sat there and then we, i actually made the decision mm -hmm. to accept christ yeah there and it was crazy because i i looked right back at that thing and i was like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> it was like it's not like my reality changed it was just like a, i started noticing it you know and under like looking at it and i was just like very dumbfounded on what I was looking at. And then it was just a funny joke <laughs> yeah. with that. And then uh, it was a really cool moment, too, because right after that, um, it was just freeing. And um, the uh, church, no, sorry, the, some boy, uh, Corey encouraged me to, to ask some of the boys about their testimony, specifically mm -hmm. Alex Contour and Joe Perlman. And then they came up um, to share their testimony, which was really sweet. And then uh, Corey reminded me that you're going to ride the spiritual high, but whenever you wake up, it's going to feel so different. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember that. It was crazy. It's different. So question for you, Corey, because like, I'm assuming you had known that supposedly Tyler had received Christ in high school. Yeah. So then were you like in seeing him come back, you were like, okay, that was not real. Or Tyler, did you know that and say that to Corey? Like, how did that? So we, we talked about it. It wasn't like, uh, we tried to throw it under the rug or anything. Yeah. Um, and I remember us, uh, talking about it before the IP retreat. Like, um, do you think you made a decision to mm. receive Christ? And you just kept saying, I don't know. I don't know. I'm mm. not sure. Mm. And then, um, so we went through like, you know, the basics of like, here's like, you know, what grace is. Yeah. Here's what Jesus did. Yeah. And it was news to you. Yeah. Mm. And so I'm like, that's really cool. This is kind of, uh, whether or not you did, like, I still don't know. You know, that's up to yeah. the Lord. We can ask him <laughs> yeah. in heaven. Yeah. Um, but all I knew is like, I don't want to take the risk and just be like, let's just not talk about it because maybe you did. I'm just like, no, let's just, if, if this is news to you, then let's just make it new then. Yeah. Um, that's cool. <clears throat> because at that point, um, in high school one, like I was like still very immature. So I'm just like, Hey, like just say the words and everything's fine. It's like, no, there has to be an understanding. Yeah. And so that's when... I realize I'm like you. Okay, now you understand. You understand the spiritual realm more than ever now. It's it's time to, and like you you know who Jesus is. You know what he did. So mm -hmm. I'm like okay. Now that you know, let's uh, let's make that decision. So you said that like your your reality had changed, but what sort of actually happened to like? How did your life change after that fact? Oh man, it. Changed almost immediately, honestly. Um, one day I was in my mom's basement, and one day I was out, basically. Hmm. Um, I was basically lifted out of, like, being six feet under. Yeah, like, yeah. My mom, it was crazy, too, because during that time, my mom was still depressed, and then she lost her house, like, a few months after I moved into the ministry apartments. Because hmm. um, when, I, when I said that, that it was like almost a couple months in after IP retreat in March or May. Yeah, yeah, you moved in in May. I moved in in May, and um, I was literally like taking steps towards um, this new relationship with the Lord, and mm -hmm. I started um, just understanding. Uh, Grace Moore and um, trying to remember. I'm sorry. I remember literally these bros in this uh, this ministry house mm -hmm. coming together and moving all my stuff in this basement that was 
probably caked with layers of clothing on the ground. <laughs> and these guys never asked or said anything about mm. my situation. These boys um, were just ready to get me out and wow. st- just that's really cool. W- get united in, uh, into the house. And it was really sweet. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the first um, year or whatever of living in a ministry house, it was crazy. Um, a lot of um, tribulation was going on with everybody. Corey moved out. Mm-hmm. and Corey, was, what the heck? It was, I just couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> I had to get married. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was really cool, too, though, because um, I didn't feel anxious Hmm. At all, even hmm. through that, even through seeing everybody um, like go through that, and it was really cool to be rooted into the Lord in the moment because it was a new feeling. Yeah, it was stability that I'd never felt before. Yeah, even um, and I just knew that I was safe and that I wasn't like going to move. Mm-hmm. You know, it was very freeing and um through that also i I started to um during my like times of my first walk i would walk to work because i didn't Mm -hmm. have a time uh like a car at the time and i would listen to podcasts um like dc uh dc um uh ben stewart ben stewart Yeah. yeah and i would listen to that and then I had like some, I would start praying mm. and actually grow a relationship with the Lord doing it. And this was before um, like the Wendy's got yeah. remodeled. So I would go there and be out in the um, back uh, putting boxes away. And I, I would listen to the podcast and uh, literally pray. And it was just mm. like really cool because it, that was like one of the th- first questions I've asked was how do I pray? Yeah, and it was like an experience that I finally get to know. Yeah, and it, I, I also want to say that coming full circle, which is kind of uh, funny now going through it, is uh, I think it was. I know you moved in like beginning of May. I think it wasn't a week or two after you got baptized. Yeah, hmm. yeah, week week of I got baptized. Um, oh yeah, it was a week of. Yeah. That's uh, so cool. Yeah, I moved in, got baptized, and uh, it was it was crazy because things were just happening <laughs> yeah. at the moment, and um, totally forgot them that part. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool. My my mom, we were just talking about this. Me and my mom the other day, how she was there and she. She felt like the love from everybody just listening, and mm. she said it was just a beautiful experience. Mm. And Praise God! Yeah, it was so sweet, man. Yeah. So, what does your relationship look like with look? Wait, what? With her now? Actually, she got saved. Um, wow. In 2019. Wow. Um, I didn't. Um, I don't know if I was a part of that or whatever, but probably I would assume um, she, uh, she got saved, uh, during that moment, during that time. And, uh, I, I get to have love authority now with her and mm-hmm. talk about Jesus and yeah. bring her scripture. Yeah. Cause, uh, she's not a devoted walker. She, uh, she believes in God. She prays to God. She goes to God when she needs God, but she never, she does. She's not as invested as a lot of the people in like our church. Mm-hmm. So it's like really sweet that I can go in and speak truth to her life. Um, I just want to say that you definitely had something to do with it because, <laughs> uh, when he moved in to the apartment, one big uh, thing, it was like a, just a couple months after he moved in, I remember uh, we were talking about like going back and winning your family and like, you know, loving your family. Yeah. Not a, trying to escape your family moving yeah. out, but 
use it as like a tool and a weapon to now you can go back and love. Mm. And I remember you come back and be like, I, I just had a spiritual conversation, like, and brought up scripture with my grandma <laughs> and my mom. Aww. And like, you would be texting your mom all the time and just like sharing verses. Yeah. That's so, a part of it for sure. Yeah. Like <laughs> a year after that, for her to receive Christ, yeah. you definitely. Yeah. Yeah. The Lord definitely used you there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Even just like the fact that you had the Holy Spirit, even if you had said none of those things, like yeah. the presence of God was near her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah. I um, just, my relationship with my mom is a lot better now, too, going back to your question. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Even though, like, I still have, she she still has like a bleeding heart for the world, so she shares her or her anxieties with me, and mm-hmm. sometimes it, um, I'm very, I I like to feed off people's emotions, um, and that um, would sometimes bring me down, but other than that, it's been really sweet to uh, go back and talk to her yeah and even justin too her boyfriend yeah that's some serious redemption that's really cool yeah i think like your story is interesting because a lot of times people's testimonies can get pretty muddled with like oh i was saved by these people or by this church even if like truly they were saved by the Lord. I think that can get confusing sometimes, but it's almost like you didn't even have the option for that because like you were always moving around. You weren't always with the same people. So it's like, it had to just be the Lord that was chasing you down no matter where you moved. Like he was there. Even, I mean, your friend's mom who was like, why do you want to get baptized? Like shout out to her because that was just like a drop in the bucket of the Lord who was like calling out your name the whole time. Yeah. It's really cool. It was really cool. Yeah. The Lord was just like, I am going to reach you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's bec- it's not because he was like forcing you against your will or anything, but he's yeah. like, I know you want me. Yeah, I know yeah. I'm what you're searching for. Yeah, yeah. And like the fact that like even in your despair, um, you know, you were calling out to him like, "What is going yeah. on, Lord? Yeah, F- fix this. Like this needs to change." He's like, "I'm on it." Your story blows my mind, Tyler. That's why like, I uh, wanted you on. And I talk about you all the time and bring up situations of like, um, just about your life of how uh, gracious and loving and merciful the Lord is. Because that time from right when you received Christ, beginning of 2018, right? 2019. 29. Yes, 2019. <laughs> Sorry. Um, from, from that, from the beginning of 2019 until the end of that year, the amount of things that happened that were just like, Hmm. the Lord is here. Yeah. (laughs) Clearly is here. Um, I want to just hit on this point because you went from literally not having any friends and not working, um, you didn't have your GED. Um, you were just uh, cooped up in your basement doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Right? And by the end of that year, you are um, walking Christian, meaning that you're partaking and enjoying showing up to all these events. You are, uh, you've, you got baptized. You are, um, reaching out to people you have a job i think you finished your ged by then by the end of 2019 um you are going back your mom got saved that year you're you're reaching out to your family and you're you're learning how to pray you're reading your word by the end of that year i was struggling like hardcore and i remember battling with my faith uh probably like one of the highest peaks of my life of like, do I want to keep on following the Lord? And I remember going through that. And then I'd, cause I, yeah, I moved out cause I was married. I remember going back and hanging out with you guys and you confronted me. 
and you spoke truth in my life. Wow. Just like from, I mean, it was literally at the end of the year because I was going through that in November. So from January to November, it, it went from like you were just grasping for anything. You had nothing to the end that you were giving so much. It, it's just a remarkable story. Yeah, um, that's really cool. Of how the Lord can change someone. Very and now cool. you're reaching all the people in all the places, it seems. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, the day is not over, Tyler. You could still share the gospel with someone. I could. He told me earlier he prayed for that today. So. I did. So yeah. Technically... Um, our listeners in Germany right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, dude. And so, even more so, now, um, you're in school. Yeah. Not high school. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, talk about that for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, beginning, uh, in the, I started school in the fall last year. Um, it is a... Uh, currently 2025 right now <laughs> for those who, who don't know um what so yeah i started school uh for the longest time this was something i've been struggling with too i didn't understand what i wanted to do in my future i didn't know want i didn't know what i wanted didn't know if i wanted a family um so things just became confusing uh for me um, and I like, even like it showed in like my dating relationships, even inside the ministry, it was just, I was lacking stability in that area. Um, and I started, started finally thinking about like wanting to get a family. And I was just like, I'm not going to do that if, if I keep bouncing to from job to job or uh, no like no degree or something to work towards um, and that's when I wanted to start school in 2021 um, but I didn't um, which is okay mm-hmm. um, but um, that year of uh, 2022 I uh didn't I I started to realize how more important it is to have that foundation of like a degree or um just something in my life and I started taking this free code camp this free uh code camp uh that work thing and it's Which basically is- yeah, go ahead. It's basically a uh, a boot camp that you can code on. And mm-hmm. that's when I started to realize I like this. Mm-hmm. And I I um finished my certificate in 2022 uh, and I was that's when I was like all right, it's it's go time. Mm-hmm. And I started uh in that fall and I took a web responsive class. Uh, or web design and development class, and uh, holy sh- crap, I, uh, <laughs> I I I pretty much destroyed that class, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is really sweet. That's awesome. And before that too, um, I was fail- afraid of failure. Mm. Um, I didn't see any grace with school. Mm. I dropped out, so and it was hard going to school. So I I was timid. I was very timid on going, and. Um, because of that, I hindered, um, even taking the steps, um, the faith step towards yeah. it. And I, um, finally took this faith step and the Lord is showing so much grace through this. Mm. Um, and I'm doing good. I'm doing well now. Um, which is really You got sweet. Dean's list last semester. Right? Yeah, I got oh, Dean's nice. list last semester and I'm like... Oh my gosh, the Lord is good. Yeah. And it was just it was astonishing on how like like grace is in that moment. Even in school, it's just mm. amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I definitely from the Lord, man. It was mm-hmm. uh very sweet to 
like experienced God's grace even in something that I was so scared of, like mm-hmm. this beast that was yeah. uh, terrifying. Mm-hmm. And the Lord's just like, I'll take it down for you. Mm. Mm, that's really cool. Yeah. It's really, really sweet. Well, praise God, brother. Yeah, for sure. It's praise been God. um it's been sweet to see you uh taking these steps and growing and um yeah. Like I literally mean it when I, I talk about you and use you as examples <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Just because uh not because you're so great, because God's so great. Yeah. And uh God has been really good to you. Because he allowed him to. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's important. Mm. That's where you know it shows um, your character. Where um, if when I think of Tyler, Tyler's never the guy to be like, "No, I can, I can do it." <laughs> it's like you, you know, well, that you can't, um, and that's beautiful. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, and yeah, you're uh, you were saying earlier that you're you absorb people's emotions like you you feed on people's emotions and um i i'm the same way we've we've talked about this multiple times mm-hmm. where uh we're, we're just a, a sponge for people <laughs> and so when um yeah when someone's sad when someone's happy we um are able to feel those emotions and yeah with that like rejoice with those rejoice weep with those weep um i'm I'm like that, but I'm like, uh, I've, uh, kind of shut that part off of myself, mm. um, in an unhealthy way that I'm trying to mm. regain that back. But one thing that I, I tell people all the time too, is there was this time when, um, it was a year and a half ago, two years ago. I mean, check this out. This is wild. This, <laughs> this just explains who Tyler is as a person. Okay. I, we were playing, um, we game together, uh, Apex, mm. and so um, we we were like it was during COVID, and so we were playing video games together all the time. I remember telling you in the beginning of the week, like when we we're playing, I was like, "Yeah, like um, I haven't hung out with Jordan in a while," and uh, you're like, "Oh, damn, that sucks," <laughs> and uh, you're, you're like, "I'll be praying for that. Like, I hope that you guys can get some time together." Like, thanks, man. And I literally just, like, you know, yeah. didn't think about it. And then uh, later that week, me and Jordan uh, got to, like, hang out. Just, like, we went and grabbed a beer and got some food together. It was a cool time. And then I, I jumped back on uh, later that night. I was playing with you. You're like, what would you do today? I was like, me and Jordan just, like, uh, hung out. It was pretty cool. And I literally hear Tyler <laughs> shaking, like... Like this, like I hear stuff shaking in his mic and he's like, oh my God, dude, I am so excited. I'm like, what just happened? Like, did you just win a million dollars? Like what happened? (laughs) Made you so, you're like, no, you, you said you wanted to hang out with Jordan and you got to hang out with him. I'm so happy for you. That's so cool. I want that kind of heart where I get excited, ecstatic that people get to hang out with one another. Oh, it's just like, it is beautiful, Tyler. That is your heart that the Lord has blessed you with. And so it's extremely painful for sure, because you also absorb the bad parts about the world and things that happen, which I definitely understand. And it's hard, but dude, you have a, you have the most compassionate heart of anyone I've ever met. And I truly mean that. And uh, the Lord has blessed you with that. And um, I think um, people are listening to this, all your friends, the people in your home church can truly attest that when you walk in the room, it's a better day. Yeah. Because Tyler's there. Yeah. Um, and so when you're down in the dumps, uh, people get down in the dumps. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, there's times where I, I just encourage you, brother, mm-hmm. that... Um, yeah, definitely. If you're going through a rough day, open up to people about it. Yeah, you know, let people uh, help you out as you help them. But also remember when, you know, go to the Lord and be like, Lord, bring that compassion and bring hmm. that excitement, so I can walk in a room and excite people too. Hmm. Um, so I just encourage you to keep that in mind that it's a spiritual gift that you have here, and um, make use of it. Thanks, yeah. brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got me a little 
teary-eyed. <laughs> I appreciate that. I love that story. It's so funny. Yeah, that's amazing. I can't even get excited about like really good things. Yeah. Mm. Well, that seems really contradictory to a lot of things about myself, but that's not the point. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, to bring you to our concluding two questions. Okay. What has the Lord saved you from? Oh, man. Um, probably, um, probably going down the path of going, like doing drugs or, um, following my dad's footsteps, really. Mm. Um, I, I just think about the time my mom went through that bankruptcy and, I don't know what how what I would how I would like go through that if I wasn't lifted out out of that. Yeah. Um so probably just death in general. Mm-hmm. Um because I was already like in a deep uh, dark pit in that moment Fig- figuratively, figuratively and literally mm-hmm. in my mom's dark basement, <laughs> you know. And it was just um I look at that moment and what a perfect time to get me into the light, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I I, th- I think you saved me uh, from a isolation, too. Because mm-hmm. that's... I, I still like isolation, but I don't... Um, I'm not stuck in it anymore. Mm-hmm. I have people who can bring me out. I have people who know how to keep me accountable now Mm -hmm. and that's really sweet yeah that's really cool Mm -hmm. well um as i told you before i i just want to know how we can be praying for you and how people that are listening to this can be praying for you i think it would be cool if everyone who is listening to this could just take a second to pray for whatever tyler is about to tell us yeah um a few things uh Sorry, um, just thinking about my dad. Mm. Um, he's currently in jail, and um, probably seen prison time. I'm mm. not really sure. A lot of confusing stuff there. Um, I've been trying to pursue him for a while, and um, pray that uh, he can be exposed to the word and yeah. His heart can be softened to the Lord mm-hmm. and that he could uh, have a relationship with God at some point. Mm-hmm. And I know I dropped a big one out just now, but I also pray for uh, just school and just like yeah. um, my uh, my emotions through that and... Um, Pray that the Lord could use me th- through that, and also just pray pray for my the gift of evangelism for me too, because mm. it's been really cool, um, just being able to uh, just reach out to people, mm-hmm. and it's very fun. Yeah. Um, recently, it's been kind of hard because of uh, last minute dropouts, but mm. um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty. Yeah. I'll definitely be praying for that. Thanks, yeah. brother. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing that with us. Yeah, it's cool. Well, Ty, thanks for coming on, brother. Yeah. You are dearly loved in my heart and so much more in the Lord's. Um, <laughs> next week, um, I, mean, I don't even know if I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if uh, we should keep on saying Next week, this is going to happen. Probably not, but we did already say what we're doing next week in our last episode. Oh, then, um, yeah, then... Uh, it's you. Yeah, me and my wife yep. are uh, going to come on. We're going to do a new segment. Whoa. A new addition to the Saved Podcast, talking about marriages. My watch. And uh, talking about how the Lord has taught us things. Yeah, I was thinking about it more because, like, 
a lot of people are getting married. A lot of people want to be married. <laughs> and the thing that I would love as like as I was like engaged or you know was dating getting closer to that is like what is this what does marriage look like mm-hmm. and um because there's there's so many like something that I'll talk more about next time is a uh, the the first year of our marriage was very tough because of expectations and assumptions that I had of what marriage is going to be like hmm. and I was just so incredibly let down because no one else was married to Alyssa. <laughs> and so like I had to figure out what it's like to be married to Alyssa and it's a beautiful thing, hmm. but it was just like, no one could have told me what it's going to be like. Yeah. And uh, same way for her. No. One so you're going to tell everyone what it's going to be like, what it's gonna even be though like they will never married know. To Alyssa. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, we hope I'm to get kidding. like, you know, a good uh, survey of like, yeah. here's a, Here's overall what marriage is like, yeah. you know, um, and not just, uh, you know, the general things of like husbands love your wives. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But because they the shouldn't do that. Things. Yeah. And we hope that Amia will prepare some good questions. We really do hope yeah. that. <laughs> pray for me. Yeah, pray for that. <laughs> that. <laughs>